0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Spilling Lemonade Podcast. This is your host, Cami Nelson, back with yet another episode. Yeah, okay, so before we get into today's episode, I guess I wanted to give like a little update or just like, I don't know. This has nothing to do with the episode, I just like to talk about a little bit about my life before um, on these solo pods. So um, I'm starting my job. I got a new job. And I'm starting it next Monday, and I'm super excited about that. Um, I'm trying to think what else I can, like, talk about. Um, Okay, I guess that's, like, really the only update. Um, One thing I've been working on is, like, socializing. So I've been making... I used to, like, really put productivity on, like, my priority list, but now I'm just making my priorities, healing my knee, because I really need to do that, Um, and socializing. So I've been meeting my goals of going out of the house with people at least twice a week. So that's been making me really happy and feel good about myself, which kind of does relate to today's episode um self-esteem and recovery. So well okay, so when I talk about self-esteem, I'm talking about self-like, self-love, self-worth, and self-esteem. I like I feel like the word self-esteem kind of covers it all a little bit. But I'm covering all of those different things and how they relate to recovery. Um, for me, I can only talk about personal experience. I'm not an expert by any means. I am just someone with lived experience. So I'm only going to be talking about how this affected my experience. I can't talk about anyone else's. So with that said, I know that for me, having higher levels of self-esteem, self-worth, self-love, all of that, drastically helped my recovery from both my eating disorder and my self-harm addiction. So I just they're like something that's super important to me even when I wasn't struggling with those things. It just helped me overall like feel happier, less anxiety. Oh my gosh, I've always had such high levels of anxiety and I still am having high levels of anxiety. But in terms of like social anxiety, I do believe it's less. And I think this is a lot because of this, um, a lot because of that. So I guess I wanted to start off. I'm kind of looking at my notes. I don't always take notes for episodes, but this one is going to be, I was like, I know I have so much to say and I don't know how to organize it. Um, so I wanted to start off by talking about like my self-esteem a little bit in regards to my recovery. So I had really low self-esteem growing up. I can't really explain when exactly that like happened I just know that you know I always was a really sensitive child so comments other people made that may have not seemed harmful were really harmful to me and whether they were about me or someone else and I just also had really high expectations for myself um but anyways I would say by the time I was like 12 my self-esteem was pretty 11 maybe it was pretty bad and it continued that way for quite a few years. Um, through my ED recovery, I did definitely develop better self-esteem, but it was not nearly where it is today. Um, I had to develop some source of self-esteem to recover, but it was still very low. Um, but in terms of my recovery, I think it helped me a little bit in like terms of like, my recovery from an eating disorder, it helped me not to need as much external validation, at least not from, like, my physical appearance, um, but really the most part that my self-esteem, like, really changed my life and made a lasting recovery for me was with my self-harm addiction, which I got over, um, like, after, like, about a year after, um, my eating disorder, so, That's the one I'll be more talking about, but honestly, this is probably applicable to most addictions, most recoveries. I don't know, but obviously, like, my advice would just be to, like, kind of take what, you know, take everything with a grain of salt, take what you need, leave what you don't need, and apply it to yourself. Um, with that said, that's a little bit about my self-esteem. Um, I'm not 100% sure, what else to say in regards to it? So I'll just keep going, and if things come up on the way, then that's what we'll talk about. Um, I do know myself; it seems pretty good nowadays. Like I, there's things that I don't love about myself, but I can respect them. I can acknowledge. Like I used to not be able to acknowledge that everyone had flaws, and now I can. I can acknowledge that my flaws are my flaws. They're a part of me. And I don't have to love myself despite them. I can love myself regardless. And also, you know, just stuff like that. Loving the qualities of myself that I used to dislike also. So switching things I used to see as flaws to pros by literally just changing how I saw them. That was a big thing. And I mean, I still have things that like for a fleeting moment, my thought will be like, I don't have perfect self-esteem. So I don't want to sound like I'm this person who 100% loves herself. Um, I noticed, like, I still have moments, like, example, I went to a party recently, and there were some people from, like, who I knew way back when, and I didn't always feel like my best self around those people. Um, I felt like I really tried to change myself around them, and I noticed even at the party beforehand, I was, like, freaking out. I was like, I need to wear makeup, which is something I don't do, or I need to dress differently, or I need to act differently, but overall, I was able to show up more authentic than I usually am it's still a work in progress but definitely more um but I noticed like stuff like that will trigger it um hearing myself talk which is kind of ironic because I'm recording a podcast right now but I don't I try really hard not to say like like and um but I as you guys know I say that pretty frequently and just little stuff like that I still have body image issues so it's not perfect I'm not naming all my insecurities to be, like, boo-hoo pitting me. I'm kind of naming them to say, like, it's not perfect. It's still a work in progress. But in the past, I could have never even talked about this. Well, I think about, like, starting my podcast. Before ED Recovery, I never would have done that because I just had no self-worth or esteem or whatever. And to put myself out there on the internet and then also just how I show up as my authentic self nowadays There's a lot of things I do that I'm really proud of. Like the fact that I'm proud of myself is one. And, you know, I enjoy spending time with myself. That's a huge thing, a huge pro of self esteem. I'm like my favorite person to spend time with. I can only hang out with other people for like six hours, seven hours in a row. I spend like four days in a row with myself and I'm totally at peace. I love myself. I'm so entertaining to myself. So, yeah. With all that said, I wanted to say, kind of saying, building self-esteem can be really important to a lasting recovery. Um, So here is like a little bit, I guess, how I built self-esteem. This isn't obviously a work for everyone, but I know I wish I had listened to a podcast maybe sooner. Um, I didn't listen to a podcast, but like hear someone talk about self-esteem sooner. So the first thing, this is going to sound really weird, I think, but I think tough love really helped me. And I didn't think it would. When I went to therapy and all these therapists were, like, kind of tough loving it, I was like, no, I don't love myself at all. Like, tough love is not going to help. Like, I can't be harder on myself. I'm already hard on myself. But the thing was, I was hard on myself. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, was I hard on myself for the wrong reasons? Or, yeah, I guess that's kind of, like, I, I needed... I needed to give myself some tough love and also be able to accept other people's tough love. And it made things kind of worse before they got better. So, at this point, I was being treated for SI and SH, and those both got worse. Um, but, honestly, they got way better. Like, way better <laughs> after a few months. I'm now, like, I think nine months almost. Oh my gosh, I think, like, yesterday maybe was no, today. Today, I think, is my nine-month self-harm clean, and I've been SI free for a while, and, um, Yeah, I don't know. That's just- that's that. Um, I think that- oh, it might be eight months. I don't know. Um, my- some ways I did this tough love was calling out bullshit, so I did a lot of bullshit. That's- I'm just gonna put that there. Um, and I- one thing is, I couldn't handle criticism for myself or other people. So if someone criticized me, I immediately took it out on myself. Um, I punished myself. I took it as like verbatim. Um, and also, I criticized myself. So when I would criticize myself, I'd do the same thing. I'd punish myself and I'd hate myself. So I I just like did that as like a way of like not listening, being like, yes, I totally agree with you. I'm a shitty person, but calling yourself out on bullshit, doing negative things does not make you a bad person, is what I learned. Like, every, calling yourself out and hearing criticism doesn't mean, you know, they might be saying this thing that you do is harmful. They're not saying you're a harmful person. Um, and that was something I didn't really realize until I started being able to soak it all in. Um, also I think calling out your bullshit is really important because, I think you build, I heard this thing, you build self-esteem through doing esteemable things, and your bullshit generally isn't very esteemable. Um, I'm not going to go on and give everyone ideas, but like, you know, eating disorder behaviors didn't make me feel good about myself, like they did, but not really, and hurting myself and therefore hurting the people who loved me wasn't esteemable, and I had a serious lying issue, and I'm still working on that. And I used to never even be able to say that out loud. I was so embarrassed. Until I realized that literally, first of all, everyone lies. And everyone has flaws. And, like, you take some of the power out of stigmatized flaws um, by talking about them. But anyways, I can talk about that if anyone's interested. Uh, again, sometime. But I, I'm trying to think. Like, just, you know, I was not showing up as my... I guess I wasn't necessarily always lying. I just wasn't showing up as my authentic self. Um, I was you know, I, kindness is super important to me. Like my number one, I have to be a kind person and I was not being a kind person. Um, first of all, I wasn't being kind to myself and that counts. Like I wasn't being kind to myself, so I wasn't showing kindness in every way that I could. Second of all, if I saw like someone talking badly about someone, I'm someone who in my head, naturally, I always see things through like a rose shaded glass or whatever that phrase is. Like I always am able to see the best in people. But if someone talks badly about them, then I don't show up as my authentic self. I want that person to like me more than anything else. And so I'll start talking badly about someone, which is not esteemable for me. Maybe for someone else it's okay, but for me, it goes against my kindness. It goes against seeing the best in every people. It goes against who I am as a person. And that's not an esteemable thing for me. So when I would shift myself, shift my opinions and who I was, to try to, like, befriend someone rather than showing up as my authentic self and allowing them to not like me. That wasn't esteemable. So calling on my bullshit was important. All these different things plus more. um, Because until if you don't recognize the issue, how are you supposed to change it? And I know that might be kind of controversial. Like, no, self-love is loving yourself regardless, loving yourself unconditionally. And I'll get there. But also, self-love is having the respect to change the things that you need to change. You know, self-love and self-worth, I used to think, I used to totally disagree with this. But one thing I learned is, I, I need to love myself to be able to say, Cammie, you need to change yourself. Not yourself, but the things, your bad habits. To to be willing to change the things you're doing. uh, To be more yourself. And, yeah, I don't know. I guess... Making change was super important to my self-esteem. And not like changing who I am as a person, but changing the things that I was doing was really important. And I think another thing that helped me call out my bullshit was this like life mom memo I developed and also from a different therapist. And it was get curious, not judgmental. When you're in a mindset of like judging every flaw that comes up, you're not gonna want to do it because it's super painful and you're gonna be defensive even against yourself. Like it just at least for me, being judgmental towards everything didn't work. So I had to be able to see my bullshit and not judge the bullshit. Like, I had to be able to get curious about it. Why are we doing that? I asked myself that and it got really annoying, actually. But, you know, I'd be like, when I finally was able to acknowledge, okay, you lie a lot, then I was like, why do you lie a lot? And instead of just saying, ew, you lie a lot, that makes you a bad person. You know, I asked myself why I did it. And it's not an excuse, but having some reason behind it, you know, I realized it was a trauma response. It was how I survived for a while. Like that made me, you know, just, it was able to get to the root cause because of that. If I had judged it, I never would have gotten to the reason why. And without getting to the reason why I wouldn't have been able to change it because I would have just been trying to change the surface rather than the, you know, lying was like filling a hole somewhere. So I had to figure out like how else to fill that hole and what that hole was. I don't know. Sometimes I talk a lot. I'm not sure if all this makes sense. Um, Also, listening to criticism, I kind of talked about this, but same thing, like being able to take in the criticism, not just from yourself, um, and like learning to take hard things, like, you know, to hear hard things, I think can be hard in the moment. It gets worse before it gets better kind of thing, but learning how to handle, and then also learning to hear things that aren't true, So one thing is, I remember I knew my self-esteem was getting better. The first time a therapist told me something about myself that was negative, or not negative, but that would be seen as a flaw, and I disagreed. I was like, no, that's not true. And not in, like, a defensive way, not in, like, a, oh, I don't do this because da-da-da-da-da. I just disagreed with it. I was like, that's not the person I am, and I don't do that. And that wasn't me, like, going against advice. That was me being able to confidently say, that's a shitty opinion, like, and I don't need to listen to it, so also knowing what to take criticism and what not to take, I guess, because not all criticism is going to be constructive or even accurate, if that makes sense, so even if it was from, you know, a therapist who I really respected, and I learned a ton from this therapist, but also being able to say, no, that's a shitty opinion, and I just let it slide, I didn't need to change it. Cause it wasn't something I was doing, if that makes sense. So that was a really cool moment for me. Cause in the past, even though I knew it wasn't me and it wasn't something I was doing, I would have just been like, Oh yeah, you're totally right. You're totally hundred percent right. I, and then I would have rolled with that. Um, and I wouldn't have made change to it either. I just would have hated myself more. So, and you know, people are going to, I just wanted to add that when I say, listen to criticism, I guess I'm Also, take everything off a grain of salt. Like, if it affects you in some way that you're like, yes, you know, or it hurts you, generally, that can mean it's true. But, like, not every, not all things people think are criticism are actually criticism. Like, I I guess the first one that comes to my mind, if someone critiques your body, obviously, like, I'm not saying change your body. Like, I want to clarify that. Because that's a shitty opinion. That's not good criticism, you know? That's, first of all, not something you should or could change. And second of all, that's nothing wrong. Like, whatever critique it is, there's nothing wrong. So, that's just one. Or if someone's like, oh, you're too confident, that's another example. You know, you... Not everything is gonna be verbatim, what people say. So, that's kind of the tell-love part of it. And then the second part of it that I wanted to talk about was the self-esteem, loving myself unconditionally. So, this was like a little bit different so approach. So part of it was accepting my flaws, not always needing to change them, acknowledging no matter how many flaws I change, I will never be a perfect person. So just accepting I'm not perfect. I won't live up to everyone's expectations. So many people aren't gonna like me. What matters is if I like me and the way to do that is to be true to myself. So I don't know, accepting my flaws and acknowledging them and owning them was really helpful. Loving the flaws, being like, hey, you lie a lot you're protecting yourself. You are human. Yes. And, um, knowing no humans perfect was really important. And for me, I found a lot of loving myself unconditionally and adding things to my life. So I know that kindness wins. So one way I built self-esteem was by using more acts of kindness, not just towards myself, but specifically towards other people, Giving out more random compliments, giving people little gifts, um, choosing to see the best in people, stuff like that really helped my self-esteem build. It made me love myself more because I was like, wow, you're a kind person and that's a quality I respect. Also, showing kindness to myself was super important. Treating myself nicely. um, I needed to set an example for others how they're going to treat me, you know? So I needed to have my standards high for how I was going to allow other people to treat me. And that standard, the first person setting that standard is like how I treated myself. So if I was treating myself shitty, I was going to let other people do that. So no, I had to raise the bar. I had to treat myself really great. Um, And I don't know. I guess that's... I'm out of my notes. That's really all I had to say. Um, I... I just think it's a lot of self-work, so I don't think any of this happened overnight. And as I said, you know, I really started this journey, like, two years ago, and I'm still very, very much so working on it. I just wanted to share some of my story, because I've made tremendous progress in this regard. And I really hope something that I said helps in some way. I love when you guys reach out also and, like, tell me. That's, like, amazing. But also, you don't have to. Like, I, I totally self-validate, so I'm also, like, totally chill um yeah okay I guess that's really all I have to talk about um I hope everyone is working on themselves or doing something great today uh even if that great thing is just surviving and I love you all bye